we'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this evening. Good to see everyone that's here, and uh, we appreciate especially each visitor that we have. Glad to have you. Some haven't been able to be here for a while, and God's blessed to come back, and we appreciate you. And uh, God's sure a good God, and he sure blesses us so much. I have a scripture that came on my heart I'd like to read tonight to open. This is in the first chapter of the book of Job, verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence camest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And so, something to think about. Let's all stand for a moment while we pray. Let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to be here this evening. Thank you for your blessings and even the time of fellowship that we've had before service started. And God, for each one that's made the effort and has come out, you've blessed us to be able to be here. God, I pray for this service and pray that we might be able to worship you tonight. And God, that your Holy Spirit would move in our midst and you'd speak to people. Uh, God, I thank you for the time in my life that you spoke to me when I was lost and showed me that I was lost. And it was so alarming to me. But God, I praise you that you showed me I didn't have to stay lost. That you give your son on the cross. He died and rose again and is alive. And God, when I trusted that with my, all my heart, it changed my life. God, I pray tonight for this service and your blessings in Jesus' precious name. And amen. You may be seated. We turn over to Brother Taylor in the choir. Page 113.
like to say, more Pike will be here this evening. They're a nice crowd. We'd ask everyone to stand to their feet. You want to have unspoken requests? Any spoken? Eva Ditto passed on, and uh, her funeral's going to be Saturday at 11 o'clock at Child's. Uh, out there on Shawnee Road. Uh, I'll announce this again before we leave, but viewing will be Friday from 2 to 4 and 6 to 8, and again, our funeral's going to be Saturday at 11 o'clock out there at Charles on Shawnee Road. So really pray uh, for her family. You certainly remember the family there. Someone else have a request. Anything at all before we pray. People need to move for various reasons. Some's lost, some may be out of fellowship, some probably need to join church. But uh, God's blessing us with a great field to work in. And, and let's just let's give it everything we've got with God's help. I need to certainly continue to remember the lost. Yes, remember I'm going to have surgery tomorrow. I'd like to ask everybody to pray for Shelby Bridges when she has surgery tomorrow. Surgery in the morning. Be anyone else? Welcome any visitors we have this evening. I ask at this time if anyone have a song or a testimony, anything at all. The Lord give you something, don't take it home with you.
alone. Brother Mike, appreciate him opening up. Appreciate that good choir singing. Good spirit we felt already. It sure is good to be here tonight. Uh, as we said, and Mike said, good to see everybody. Cheer. Thank you for being here. Now, let me ask again. Anyone have a song on your heart? Or, or even a testimony? Something God's given you just following tonight. Anybody? praying in any case. But not keep praying. We look to the preachers. When you fellas got something on your heart, come ahead. Cooper, I kind of feel like asking you first. No. Any of you is welcome. Well, we'll ask again if anybody's got a song or a testimony. Neil, you're welcome too, but And Levi, if you feel like it, you change your mind. Come on. some thoughts I'm thinking about a little bit but uh, nothing's uh, impressed me that I need to preach on it right now maybe God only knows maybe I'll get to it Sunday <laughs> I don't know but uh, right now I don't, I don't have any impression to preach and so uh, if anybody else has got anything you're welcome and uh Pray, pray for him. Pray for him. Jehovah, he owns it all, don't you see? 
has been sufficient and like before he's given victory one more time he was always standing by my side when the valley was low and the river was wide i want to thank him i want to praise him one more time he was always standing by my side when the valley was low and the river was wide i want to thank him i want to praise him one more time Anybody else have something on your heart? Won't you pray real hard? I got some scriptures I'd like to share with you. And uh, uh, a few of them I shared uh, Sunday morning. I read from the third chapter of John about some of the conversation that uh, Jesus had with Nicodemus. A few of those I want to repeat, share with them again. And then I want to go uh, to the book of First Peter in chapter 1. And uh, in verse 18. But right now we're going to read from John, first of all. Uh, John 3 and 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, You must be born again. And so uh, then we want to look over in the uh, book of First Peter and... Uh, Chapter 1, starting at verse 18. <laughs> Listen to this. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in his last times for you, who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God, seeing you have purified your souls and obeyed the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a pure heart fervently, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man is as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof fadeth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever, and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. So praise God. I'm glad uh, if someone would say, what's your favorite thing that ever happened in your life or most important thing? I wouldn't have to think about it. I just, I'm saved. I've been born again. And so I'm glad... And I'm glad that it wasn't by corruptible things. If it would have taken silver and gold to have purchased my salvation, uh, I'd have probably never gotten it. Uh, there's not enough silver and gold in the whole world uh, to purchase one soul. But it took the shed blood of Jesus. And sometimes, I mentioned this the other day, sometimes we talk about salvation and we say it's free doesn't cost you anything. Amen. That's true. But the greatest price that's ever been paid has already been paid. It wasn't that salvation was free. It's just free to us. But it cost the Lord something. He came all the way from heaven, uh, walked by the shores of Galilee, and healed the sick and raised the dead, uh, was treated uh, awfully bad sometimes. And then was taken to the cross, was abused, uh, was beaten, had uh, nails in his hands and feet, 
uh, hung on the cross, pierced in the side with a spear, and the blood and the water came out. Uh, but he, he did all that so he could bring salvation to us. And what he's talking about here, when he said, you know that you weren't redeemed with these corruptible things, but verse 19 said, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. You Bible readers know that back in the Old Testament, it talked about the services that they would have back there, and they would have a sacrifice, they'd, they'd have a, a burnt offering, or they'd have a sin offering, uh, they'd have an animal, and it had to be the best that there was in the flock, it had to be just perfect, and they'd offer that, and that was telling a story, and it was pointing that there was going to be one come. Now, the Bible also said the blood of bulls and goats could never take away sin. Well, why did they offer them then? They offered them so the people might get a picture that there was the Lamb of God was going to come, and that's my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and he did come. And I've had folks ask me, I think I probably asked the Sunday school teacher this, uh, probably when I was uh, just a child, I, I said, well, why did Jesus wait so long to come uh, after that Adam sinned? And the Sunday school teacher said, well, I, I don't really know why he came when he came. And he paused a little bit. He said, but he came just when God wanted him to. And, and I praise God. Uh, Jesus has never been late. He's never been early. He's never been out of place, never been out of line. But he came perfectly, and he walked uh, by the shores of Galilee, did all that he did. And we're talking about the precious blood of the Lamb here. And said, and listen to this, verse 20. I love this. Who verily, that means truly, was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. And so uh, he's uh, been the Savior of the world before the world ever was. Uh, the world, uh, he was the Savior of the world before uh, Adam ever got a breath. God knew Adam was going to sin, and God had the, the foreknowledge uh, to have salvation already mapped out and already fixed in his foreknowledge before the world ever was. And so he let him come and be born uh, in this world to a virgin, walk uh, along the countryside there, uh, do the things that he did, uh, grew up. Uh, we see him growing up. We see when he was 12 years old, he stopped. His parents was on a little journey with him, and he stopped and talked to the men in the temple that were supposed to be wise men. And they were astonished at what the 12-year-old told them. Uh, how could he do that? He was the Son of God. He is the Son of God. And uh, somebody said this recently, and I, I may have repeated it, but I, I believe it's true. Praise God. Uh, when he was on the cross, uh, looking down through time, he could see uh, that I needed saving when I needed saving. He could see if you're here tonight and you're lost, he could see that you needed saving, and uh, this could be your night. Now, listen, uh, this is an obvious statement I'm going to make. I've been born again, been born twice, been born once of the flesh, been born once of the Spirit. What, what I was talking about, this is obvious. I didn't have any input into whether I was going to be born the first time or not. I, did, I, didn't have any, uh, I didn't have anything to say about that. And praise God, I, I can't even remember anything about it. Uh, that's probably a good thing. But I'm telling you one thing. I had something to say about me being born again. Uh, God didn't force that on me. He didn't make me take that. Uh, but he offered it to me. And I shied away for a little bit, but I realized I was on the way to hell. If I didn't get saved, I was going to die and go to hell. And so I started seeking the Lord. I started asking the Lord to save my soul. And praise God, he saved me. I can remember the time. I can remember the place. Sometimes I don't remember all the things that goes on around me. Sometimes real good nowadays, but when I get to talking about salvation, I've got a time and I've got a place back there that I can go back to, and it's just as clear as if I had it on video in front of me. And I, this is silly too. Seems like I'm coming along, along some things that are silly. But I remember uh, those old square uh, tiles in the floor of that little white block building uh, that was there on Albert Street. And, and I remember when I was down praying, I can remember uh, my tears uh, dropping down out of my eyes and, and dropping uh, on uh, those uh, tiles. And, and I thought, boy, I'm making a mess. Uh, uh, but it didn't matter. And, and also, uh, I don't know why I thought this, but I, just a little kid, I thought, boy, I'm had to get my clothes dirty. These tiles got wax on them. I'm crying on them. I'm get this all over my pants. I don't know what mommy will think. But better hey, mommy sure didn't care if I got my britches messed up. Cause I'd get my soul fixed. I'd get my life fixed. I got what I needed. It's, it's taking me to heaven. But I don't have to get to heaven before I enjoy what I got. If you can't enjoy it right now, you better check yourself a little bit. If you can't enjoy 
the Lord and you can't feel the Spirit, uh, you need to check. Make sure you're saved first of all. And if you are saved, then find out why you're not connected uh, because uh, you're the one that's got to say so. If you want to get where God wants you and you want to follow God, you can. The devil will tell you you can't do it, but he's a liar. And so, so get this. Let me get this again here. I want to read this. Who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but has, was manifested his last time uh, to you or for you. Who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. And so get this phrase. Who by him do believe in God. When I was lost and I, I thought about uh, trying to get saved, and I thought, I just don't know if I can. I don't know if I've got enough faith. And I've had people ask me all through my preaching ministry, maybe I don't have enough faith. i got good news for you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, and God gives everyone a measure of faith. What's that measure? It's enough you to get saved with. If you'll use it, you'll get saved. And like one man in the Bible that was asking Jesus for something, and Jesus said, if you believe, that'll be done. That man said, I believe, help thou my unbelief. God will help you get where you need to if you're willing to get there. And so he goes on down through here and said this. Uh, I'll read this again. Who by him do believe in God that raised you up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Seeing you have purified your soul in obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfeigned love of the brother. Uh, see, see that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. Boy, I'm glad uh, when God saves your soul, he gives you the ability to love people. He give, this may sound funny, but he gives you the ability to love people that you don't even like. There might be people that does and says things that you don't like, but in your heart and by the love of God, you can love them and be good to them anyway. And he goes on down through here. But listen to this. And I'm going to sum up this and get your song ready. Now hear what he says down here. Talks about this. It says, um, says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, that's the flesh, but of incorruptible, that's the spirit. By the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever, for all flesh is as grass. Well, see, we're just here a little, t- a little while, and we fade away. Uh, we dry up, and, and, and we go away. So that's what it's talking about. All flesh is grass. All the glory of man is the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But listen to this. But the word of the Lord endureth forever, and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. And so uh, I don't have quite as much uh, energy or stamina uh, as I had when I got saved when I was 12 years old. Uh, This part's fading away. But what I've got in my soul, uh, it's just as strong as it's ever been, and it's closer to home than it ever was. Let's stand up and sing a song. Somebody needs to get saved. If you're lost, you're on your way to hell. You don't have to go to hell. Jesus Christ came and died for you. God gave his son. He died, and he rose again, and he lives. Uh, Just trust him enough to ask him to save your soul and see how it feels. Nothing will beat that. If you're here and lost, you need to get saved. If you're here and you're saved and and just not where you need to be with the Lord, come and let's pray about it. God can help you. Sing when you're ready. Somebody needs to come. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Obey Him. Amen. Well, I love that song. I love that song. When I was lost, when I, I'd been in church a lot, but when I was lost, God began to speak to me. It shocked me. I never felt like that before. I thought, what's wrong with me? God let me know. He was getting my attention and letting me know that I was a sinner. I wasn't a real bad person, but I just wasn't saved. I was lost. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So that doesn't make you worse than somebody else if you're a sinner. It just means you need to get saved like we all do. And so when I finally came, when I finally came, I, I was a very shy young man. But when I finally came and I started seeking the Lord, that was a good spot I was in. And when I finally trusted the Lord with all my whole heart, and He saved me, He took that burden away, He took that sin feeling away, He took that worry about going to hell away, He, he took, He wiped it out. 
I've been worried about going to hell. I've worried about it a lot. But when, when God washed my soul and made it clean in the blood of the Lamb, I've never felt that worry anymore. I felt I've been worried about different things, but I've never worried about going to hell anymore because God saved me by His grace. Now, if you're here and you're not saved and you'd like to come and get saved, we'd like to pray with you. We won't, we won't ask you a bunch of questions. You don't have to make a speech. But just come and talk to God. We'll gather around you and talk to God with you. God will hear you when you talk to Him. Do I have to pray out loud, preacher? No. Not if you don't want to. I had prayed out loud some, tried to. But actually, the moment I got saved, I wasn't saying anything out loud. I was praying from my heart. And you know what I said. I said, God, I've done everything I can. I, I'm not saved. God, I've done all I can. Lord, if you don't save me, I'm a goner. I mean, I was going to hell if I didn't get saved. When I said that, and I trusted God with my whole heart, he saved me. I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven. Would you come on right now? Come on right now. Maybe somebody close to you is needing to come. Ask them. If you feel like it, if God's wanting you to, if God impresses you, ask them. You know, if God puts that on your heart, don't do it if God don't put it on your heart. But I'll tell you what, obey the Lord. Somebody's needing to come to the Lord tonight. I, I believe we need another song. Uh, somebody's needing to come and pray. Would you come right now? Just step out and come on. Let God have his way. Let God have his way in your life. It'll be the best thing you've ever done. Please come. Whatever you need to do, please come. Do not go to hell. There's no sense in it. You don't have to go there. Everybody has a way out. What way is that? Jesus said, I am the way. He's the way. Just trust him. He's already done the work. The gift is already ready. Deliverance is already available. All you have to do is just believe what Jesus did and ask him to save your soul. Will you come tonight? Come right now. Come on. Come on right now. Please come. Please come. Amen. Help us, Lord. Step out and come on. Come on. Somebody needs to come. I can feel it. I'm glad I can. I'm glad God's calling. See, God has to be calling before it makes any sense to come. Amen. for singing, for listening. Anything on anybody's heart before we come to close. All right, two things I, I want to mention. And even while I'm giving you a couple of announcements, if you feel like come to Alder, you still can. And, you know, even after dismissal prayer, if you feel like come to Alder, you still can. That happens every once in a while. But uh, I'm, I'm just confident and feel very sure that somebody's needing to come right now. And that's a, you know, that's a sure opportunity. It's available to you. 
I mentioned uh, Sister Geneva Ditto, and a uh, member of Lafayette Missionary Baptist Church. Was a member here at one time, a long time ago, and uh, she passed on. Her funeral's going to be Saturday at uh, Childs and Son, Deshawnee uh, Chapel. It's going to be 11 o'clock Saturday. Viewing is going to be 2 to 4 and 6 to 8 on Friday. And uh, Brother Russ Stringfield and I will be doing the funeral, uh, Lord willing. And so really pray for us, pray for that family. Just really pray. I just, uh, I believe there's a great need there. And I know God's able to supply that need, but just we need everybody's prayers. And so if you get a chance to get around and visit or come to the funeral, we'd be more than welcome. Uh, another thing I want to announce, it's, you know, it's getting almost almost church camp time again and I can hardly believe that that time comes up so fast and I just uh, uh, you know and we're, we voted a long time ago to take up a special offering once a year for our church camp and every year I say well next year I'm going to do that quicker and it gets back time so uh, we're getting close to it and if it's alright there about it just this coming Sunday we'll take that offering up I'll ask my wife to put that on the one call so everybody knows it's happening we take up a special offer this Sunday that's coming up, unless somebody knows the reason why we shouldn't. But uh, we'll take it up and uh, put that aside for church camp. And uh, I really appreciate uh, I appreciate church camp. I, I told somebody, I said, every year when church camp gets close, I look so forward to it and dread it at the same time. And uh, it's kind of like uh, when, our, when we have our Lord's Supper and our foot washing. I, I just love those services, but it seems like it makes me nervous, you know. And they're so important. But anyway, I'm I'm looking very forward to church camp. So remember that. And uh, anything else? Thank you for being here. If you're visiting, please come back. Pray for service time Sunday. Uh, God's moving and speaking to a lot of people, and I praise Him for it. And let's just keep praying. Don't let up. Uh, okay, I was, I was going to say something about that maybe before I got right to the end, but I'm glad you said it. And, and, and uh, uh, let's see the hands. Everybody notice that the cross is lit up. Be hard to miss it, wouldn't it? <laughs> and uh, we appreciate uh, we appreciate that when that cross was built, I believe Brother Ronnie Martin built it, and he left space there for those lights. But we appreciate Vince because he's the one that lit it up. And that's working together, see? I appreciate that and thank the Lord. And I thank the Lord for the cross and the light it shines. And I mean that more ways than one. Anybody else? Uh, without having a prayer, I'm just going to say you're liberty to go. Just treat it like a revival. That's the way.